Hi. Welcome to Intuition, Your First Sense. I'm Vicki Baird, intuitive life and development coach and the chick who's around every episode. This episode, we're going to have Dr. Jan Seward. Thank you, Vicki. And I promised you that I would bring people in that were experts in their field and that were fun and that were interesting to listen to. So that is why Jan is in the building with us today. VickiBear.com. It's time to be your best. It's time to reconnect with your first sense. Trust in your gut. It's the real thing. Let's see what your future brings. Time to let the fun commence. Intuition, your first sense. So we are going to bounce around the subjects. There's no real right way, wrong way, anything to do this. What I would love to say is I met Jan probably, I was trying to figure it out this morning, and I can't come up with a number, but it's over 10 years ago when at least we had the store and uh, Howard, my husband who croaked, um, was the one who introduced us. And we had an event and Jan was in and the energy was amazing. And then we kept in contact. And then afterwards, when Howard croaked, uh, <laughs> we swam a lot, um, got he together did. and helped me through that so amazingly and uh, had some fun and laughs and really navigated that. So Thank you very much. And uh, I want to let everybody know that it's because of your humor, your brilliance, your great hair. She has amazing hair. Oh, my goodness. um, That I am thrilled to have you here. Vicki, thank you so much. And you're so humble because what you didn't say is that I was your client before we became dear friends. Yeah, (laughs) you're very good. But no, uh, I did that event. I actually had published a card deck of wisdom cards and I had brought that that was the you know the introduction of the deck to the world was your event oh and uh, so that was that. a significant step on my path towards intuition yeah. because that car that wisdom deck first of all it was you know push from spirit to publish a card deck and then all the factors coming together to meet an artist who just happened to have you know over 65 works of art with which we could come into you know 44 you know, cards for a deck. That's That never happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I also got to meet you, and that was the beginning of a beautiful friendship. And then when Howard, your dear Howard, as you said, croaked, <laughs> um, you know, we walked a similar path. Yes. And, and yes. I was only too yeah. happy to be able to be there for you. Yeah. Thank you. So Jan is a licensed psychologist, creative arts therapist, sound color energy healer, astrologer, I Ching expert, heart math. Like there's this list (laughs) that just goes with besides being, I truly believe, brilliant. Like the way your brain works. Sometimes you you say things and I'll be like, huh? (laughs) (laughs) But you have a way of helping me understand it. and, and, And I know that that's also what you bring your uh, clients, your you do say clients, yeah, I patients. Do. I do. do. I do. Well, from my from my original life uh, as a psychologist, psychotherapist, yes, they were patients, people that really came to me for um, 
Uh, you're holding my hands. Am I, I'm, I'm Italian. I'm talking with them. I'm probably making noise on the table. Uh, but uh, patients before clients now. And um, you know what I, what I love, what brings me the most joy is interpreting all this wonderful information that comes to us from the universe. And it comes in so many ways. And I just feel like my job is to be a communicator of all the possible ways the universe wants to speak. Mm-hmm. And for me, it really speaks well through signs and symbols, which can come up in oracle cards, can come up in astrology. And also over the years, and you've helped with this too, Vicki, um, with your wonderful classes, uh, just learning to ch- kind of trust intuition in whatever way it comes in. And for me, it's not so much that I see things. I'm not, you know, clairvoyant uh, or that I necessarily hear things. Uh, I, I just kind of have claircognizance. Mm-hmm. I just kind of know. And that's a hard thing to trust. Um, but over the years, again, working so much with cards, symbols, astrology, it just is confirmed time and time again. So that's made it easier. That claircognizance is a tricky one because we in our human self, I think, have a bend towards wanting things to make sense. Exactly. And, you know, you have that scientific background and the training and the brain that just likes a path and a pattern. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and that claircognizant is, doesn't really bring its proof until afterwards. Exactly. So then you have to learn to trust the track record Right. Where the other ones tend to, I feel, connect more to our other five senses, those one, the ones in the back, right? Not yeah. Not the first sense. Right. the first one's intuition. Hello. Hello. Which, uh, by the way, did you coin that? Is that I a did. Vicky? That's a Vicky original. It's a Vickyism. I love it. I did. Uh, so the... The, the clairvoyance in seeing something or hearing something, tasting something, feeling something, they all have an somewhat immediate gratification because you do have to learn to discern. So I'm glad you brought that up because the claircognizant, and I find a lot of therapists, people who go into the traditional roles of therapy, uh, police officers, lawyers, mm. Mm. Uh, tend to have that claircognizance. Interesting observation. Uh, because, And then I think that, that we, through the law of attraction, through our own interest, line up with the things that will give us the data. Yeah, that makes so much sense, Vicki. I love that. And, and I guess it's what we would call a hunch, mm. right? Yeah. You have a hunch, yeah. uh, a strong feeling about something. And and you just have to learn to follow it. You do. And that's the clairsentient aspect of it, too. Because if you're feeling it, it's coming in through your clairsentience. The claircognizance has more of a, I don't know why I just said that. Or yeah. I'm not, I used to say all the time, I must have read that somewhere or somebody told me. And then I decided, well, somebody did. It's the universe. Uh-huh, it's uh-huh. a guide. It's an angel. It's somebody, um, my soul self. Mm-hmm. So, well, you answered one of the questions I had for you, which is like, what lights you up? Mm. And you said that you love, um, the receiving the messages and and f- helping with that helping someone you didn't say this but I intuited it um, helping someone learn to do that within themselves but also 
direct. Yes. I love I love when I can show people that I'm working with the elegance of the universe mm. and the elegance of consciousness. That whatever time they're showing up for a reading, for a, a session, it's the exact right moment. Uh, one of the questions that I work with, probably the biggest question that I work with when I work with a client is, what time is it? What time is it for you? What time is it in your life? What is the universe wanting to share with you today? What are you already intuiting yourself that you just need support for or affirmation around? And um, it's funny because right before I came here today, I was in a, a writing group and I was kind of writing about this. And I said, really, my joy is in seeing the beautiful coming together of the timing in a person's life and helping interpret that for them. Mm-hmm. And then I, I had to joke. There's a, there's a great joke about uh, astrologers. Um, when a disaster is happening, how do you know who the astrologers are? They're the ones checking their watches. Mm. So um, I have to be careful that my joy at how perfect the universe is working I have to remember that sometimes these are very challenging alignments, and the person who's experiencing it isn't exactly jumping for joy that right. these things are happening. Right. So, I, you know, there's a part of my mind that's like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. It's just so beautiful, and I want to communicate. And the reason for that is I think if we know there's a consciousness that's holding us and that we're sharing in, you know, there's another um, – teaching that there's no one in your astrology chart but you, that we create mm-hmm. and co-create our realities, mm-hmm. and we call to us what we're needing to experience and as mirrors. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you talk about this all the time. So the idea is when when tough things are happening to help to understand that the universe isn't trying to set us up. It's trying to offer us um, opportunities for the growth, the soul growth Mm -hmm. that we said we'd come in here for. I agree wholeheartedly with that because when I look at someone, when I first meet them, there's a blueprint that I see. Mm. It looks very much like if you had commissioned a house Mm. uh, to be built. And there's no walls or anything like that. There's a uh, an idea Mm. and you can decide what the rooms are. Mm. I love that. And the blueprint is a a cho- chosen intention from the soul of what each of us is here to learn. And I feel like once someone knows that or intuits it or has someone say to them, such as myself, that, hey, by the way, your soul wanted to learn this. Mm-hmm. So when you bump into that mm-hmm. flipping wall that won't move, mm-hmm. if you would just say, so is this that thing? Um, that I said I wanted to learn because there's a place of empowerment in that. I think so. And that things aren't preordained or destined. That's right. You can change it from wherever you are in this moment. That's right. You know, if you want a pocket door, put a pocket door in. Exactly. (laughs) It's a a negotiation with destiny. We Mm -hmm. can, and I think that's the whole point. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, why bother? Why why go and see a Vicky or a Jan? Why do that? I hope it's because you feel like you'll get information that will help you to make adjustments and have the life of your dreams Mm -hmm. and know that it's possible. Mm -hmm. And that it's possible with some action. Yes. In in the past, when I was simply doing readings, and I would see people come in and they would hand 
they were just handing over their power from whomever was outside that room to me. Mm. And that didn't sit well with me, which is why I went on to do the coaching and the repatterning, because mm-hmm. I want people walking around with their own sense Ex- of exactly. self-power, yes. Yes. whatever expression you want to use. And that includes tapping into the energies that are there to support us, but meeting them and saying, okay, this is my responsibility. Because funny story, at least from my chair, Jan is uh, spectacular in her knowledge of astrology. That's too much for my brain. (laughs) So years ago, I used to be like, yeah, 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 whatever. Um, And like spirit overrules astrology, yada, yada. I had all these things because I was setting up a, a a belief in myself that if I, if I went there, I had to know it all, mm. which is very much my personality. Mm-hmm. So I decided, no, I don't. I just need to know the people who know this stuff. So now when things are beyond my grasping, I'm like, okay, what is going on and what's the message? Can I learn it by eight? Because <laughs> I still, you know, I, I like to see how much I can cram into this lifetime. Uh, so what's been your challenge, if any, with integrating your own abilities, your own intuition into this very, you know, dimensional world that we have? Mm. Like what's You know, that's, so, that's such a good question, Vicki. And I'm thinking about GPS because, mm. you know, astrology, divination, in, intuition, it's all a GPS mm-hmm. uh, helping us navigate. But I'm also thinking there was this very funny scene on a show called The Office that people might remember. And in it, two of the characters are in their car and they're following the GPS. And the GPS is clearly wrong and it's clearly taking – if they make a right turn, they're going to go right into a lake. And sure enough, rather than following their own mm-hmm. knowledge, what's right in front of their face, they follow GPS and sure enough, they drive right into the lake. So I think for me – One of the challenges is to know when I can get off the data, as you said. Mm -hmm. You know, here's the data, but how to interpret it? What am I feeling? What am I sensing? Is this so? Again, getting right back into sort of things we know from psychotherapy. Is it so? How do we know it's so? Where's the evidence for that? And because symbols can mean multiple things, The, the same symbol, depending on the person who's living that life and You call it a blueprint, Mm -hmm. and I call it a map, and I say the astrology is just a map. You're the terrain. How you're living the map, how that map looks like on the ground, that's what you have to tell me. And that's another reason why sometimes people are expecting to just get this received wisdom. Sometimes they will, but often they have to tell me how it's playing in their life, and then we go off book. And we go off that map because then information just starts coming in intuitively. Mm-hmm. So that's been part of the challenge. And another part is being, um, I guess, courageous yeah. enough to say, hey, look, this is happening. Was it in my psychology training? No, because when I went to psychology school way back in the day, <laughs> uh, uh, there were three flavors of therapy. Three flavors. Now there are over 500 types of work, therapy work, that people can do. But there were three flavors. And if you weren't practicing one of those, literally you could be out, lose your license. There was a lot of – you couldn't even talk about spirituality. when I would, People thought right. that it was a, a pathology mm. to bring spirit into therapy. Mm. So actually I had to 
go it was in going through the path of loss and grieving and also the awareness that my husband because I also was widowed yeah. that my husband was gone in the physical body but he was everywhere mm-hmm. and and really opening up to those communications and then having the courage to invite that in but but another funny thing I had a patient in my practice who taught me so much who was psychic mm. But also she had very low self-esteem. And part of my work with her was to support that she was getting all this accurate, intuitive information. Now, as a psychotherapist and a psychoanalyst, you're trained to be a blank slate. You're not supposed to let your patients know anything about you. Mm -hmm. That's a real breach of the therapeutic relationship. And here was my patient coming in, and she had had dreams about me that were very accurate. She could see what was going on. And I was the only one who could say to her, you're absolutely right, and this is what you should be doing. This is your gift. You're meant to be doing this. So I had to break that therapeutic Mm -hmm. wall and just, you know, kind of go from there. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's been wonderfully rewarding. Most of our wonderfully rewarding moments come from that courage or that bravery of stepping forward and saying, I understand from a logical perspective, from a licensure, from all of this, that holy macaroni, I am literally putting myself and my livelihood and my family and everything in jeopardy, and yet there's a voice that's louder and will keep picking on you if you don't listen. Isn't that the truth? It will keep at it, and then the cosmic two-by-fours just get bigger and bigger and bigger. So being able to say... I will often say to people, you don't have to, like, rent a billboard. We don't need to announce this just yet. But like you were saying, in that relationship, you did have to say in order for it to be the best and highest interest of your your patient to be able to say, you got something there, kiddo, Um, and therefore opening yourself up to that vulnerability. Yes. And everything. And that's how, I mean, that's how I learned so much. This is a great place for a break. So we're going to take one. You'll listen to some fun music, and then we'll be right back. You're listening to Intuition, Your First Sense, the podcast by Vicki Baird, intuitive coach, consultant, and speaker. Did you know that you can schedule a private intuitive session with Vicki? Book your own phone or video session online at vickibaird.com slash booking. And if you're ready to create transformation in your life as you develop your own intuition, choose a coaching package. With three, six, or 12-month options, you can benefit from Vicky's wise guidance over time as you discover your path. Plus, with a coaching package, you'll get improved pricing and priority advanced scheduling. Book today at vickybaird.com slash booking. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D dot com slash booking. Thanks for listening. If you're listening to this podcast, it's because of Anchor. Anchor is an app that literally makes this podcasting experience so easy. It's free, and there is a creation tool right inside the app, and it'll send it out to all the platforms for you. It has made this process seamless, and something that actually helped me to really be excited about getting all the shows out to you because it didn't take a whole new degree in technology. So feel free to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm 
to get started on your own podcast and let me know what it is so I can listen to it. Welcome back. We are sitting in studio with Dr. Jan, as she refers herself to herself. Well, not all the time. I mean, she does go by Jan, <laughs> but professionally, I've heard Dr. Jan mm-hmm. in the works. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that is a, uh, a a great invitation in allowing people to realize that, hey, listen, I'm human too. And because um, we, we tend to pedestal people who with the degrees and or more experience or like a lot of the times people will say to me, well, you have that high intuitive sense. And I'm like, well, so do you. I just unpacked it. So I, I'm so grateful that you're here. Wonderful conversation. I am so grateful to be here. Thank you. So I often talk about alignment and I, from a spiritual perspective, from a physical uh, chiropractic and working out and all of that, what's the single, one of the things, I don't want to put single on it, um, practice or um, modality, something you do for yourself that brings you into alignment. And if you're not doing it, send you kind of spinning into Outer space. That that's well. First of all, were you reading my mind, <laughs> uh, or or just looking on the web? Because because I've just finally brought all the things that I do under one umbrella, and it's called Align Healing. Oh yeah. You, okay. Yeah. There you go. There we go. Say whatever. Told you no Yeah. Right. <laughs> Maybe I'll do this for a living. Maybe you should. I should look into that. You should. <laughs> So, so what the the what I call the align method is this idea of really taking a 360 degree look at your life, and asking in every area, am I aligned? Am I aligned nutritionally? Am I aligned physically? Because if your spine is out of alignment energetic messages can't flow. Mm -hmm. And this is why, again, in ancient arts of all cultures, there was chiropractic, Mm -hmm. uh, straightening out the body to be able to straighten out the mind. So alignment and and the reason, because I've had a lot of iterations, I had a a healing center called Embody Healing Mm -hmm. Arts because about the importance of getting into the body. But how I finally come to this idea of align is that the times we're living in now are more chaotic than anyone in our lifetimes has experienced. And that's reflected energetically. These alignments haven't been around for hundreds and hundreds of years. And the last time these alignments were here, again, there was major chaos, major shifting the American Revolution, the French Revolution, before that, the scientific revolution of the Enlightenment. This is the kind of astrology we're living in. Mm. So without being aligned, like the calm in the eye of the storm, Mm -hmm. we're toast. Mm -hmm. And so personally, that's what led me. Always my personal work leads then into my practice. Of course. So first, every morning, what I'm trying to do now is remember that, yeah, we travel at night. Etherically, we're out of our bodies. So the first thing I try to do now in the morning is is just say balance and align, balance and align, and bring myself back into my body. And then there's always breath practices, just basic counted breath, mm-hmm. breathing in for four counts, breathing out for four counts to, again, bring, bring the two halves of my brain into alignment, 
my nervous system, bringing it out of fight or flight or freeze and into rest and digest. Because just walking out the door in the morning, especially for intuitives, Mm -hmm. we know what's (laughs) up. We know what's happening astrologically, the energetics, before anyone else does. We feel it. So the breathing, body postures, regular um, checking in with other folks who are experiencing the same kind of, you know, mm-hmm. moment. And uh, I also have these wonderful tools now. They're these beautiful little speakers. You can hold one in each hand or put them on your body. And they play what would be like a Tibetan bowl meditation, but it's only for three minutes. And again, it brings both hemispheres of the brain into alignment. And you, with that, plus your breathing, I'm kind of right back in. And And I need to do that all during the day. Well, and that's a fantastic, not only practice for self, but a message because much like the first sense and the five sense, we have to work together. We have this human body that is not necessarily ready for the frequencies that we're experiencing because through a beautiful practice of people being done with BS, mm-hmm. they're raising the vibration. It's so true. And it's going so quickly that I feel like our physical bodies are, uh, they're feeling the the impact yes. from it. Yes. Because um, to your point, I go to chiropractic every Monday. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason it's not necessarily my physical body needs it that much my energetic body because of my own wiring it wiring requires the alignment absolutely so that my physical body wants to leave the house exactly right exactly and our and our nerves you know our mind our nervous system isn't just inside our skin right it's outside our skin too and it's in between people so we're carrying around a lot of stuff that's not even ours yeah so other practices can include sort of an energetic washing. Donna Eden has a whole yes. list of beautiful practices for that. Just cleansing, washing, making sure that I'm not carrying around more than is mine. Yeah. And that includes the technology. You know, we're so connected to all of that, the Wi-Fi, everything that we're inundated with. I've been having a lot of challenges with my eyes lately mm-hmm. because there's, it's – I know – some of it is the amount of computer work that I do in my business, but it, a lot of it feels like a back pressure mm-hmm. that's going on. Mm-hmm. So there's been a lot of compression <laughs> and wearing masks mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. helping that my system to integrate these frequencies that we're always going through changes. There's always going to be shifts, but how we handle that and reaching out and that's part of the reason that I wanted to have people like yourself on because there's so many tools so many that are available to us and I love promoting the fact that they don't have to cost anything you're taking your breath does not cost anything unless you're not doing it then it'll cost you your alignment yes but these practices that we weren't taught right that we have to 
take responsibility for and start integrating yes. and then feeling proud of ourselves because we did it. I use a planner. I still use a paper planner. If my electronic calendar ever goes down, I promise you people, I will not know where to be. However, my paper planner is one that I use in a practice that has what am what am I grateful for? What are my goals? What literally is my to-do list for the day? Exactly. And then at the end of the day, I look at it and say, did I hit them? Um, if I didn't, I move it to the next day because you got to be in the flow. And then to not take that into sleep as well. So I love helping people like you. I uh, you le- also like helping people is what I meant there. And uh, you like helping people like me. I do, very like he- I do like helping really intelligent people. I do. I have to say I love the challenge. Flattery will get you everywhere. I, I love that challenge like where I have to go, okay, how the heck do I work with this? Well, I think what I wanted to say, Vicki, is that you are what you teach. And I think that's so important and admirable that – I think, you know, and and someone else said this to me, you know, the best therapists don't say be like me. They're like, be like you. But we need models Mm. of how to try to do it. And nobody wants to have somebody sitting in a chair telling you how to live your life. They want to see that you are also figuring it out. And these are what you're using. This is how it's working. This is what you've seen. Um, So, yeah, we're using all these techniques. And then you know, there's tapping, which yeah. is called emotional freedom therapy or technique. That's so powerful. And then there are even hand positions. They're called mudras, mudras. and they yeah. come from, you know, the Hindu. But even the Egyptians used hand positions and the yeah. Chinese used hand positions because they form circuits in the nervous system of the body that goes outside the body. And it calms and restores and keeps everything flowing. Mm-hmm. So and that's all available in Praise Google, praise the internet. You know, you can find all of that there. Yeah. Yeah. Trust your own intuition on the source uh, of what you're receiving. There is pretty fascinating things out there. And then I had somebody say to me recently that I was, to your point of people want to see you going through process, someone said to me, you're too transparent. You need to not be that transparent. And I said, I disagree because it's in the transparency that people realize it's not just them. Exactly. And they can feel a community. They can feel like they're not broken. Um, That, holy Hannah, is there something that will help? Yes. So I think that whole, I think a lot of separation came in. I just met with someone yesterday and he asked me, like, what was my intention moving forward? And I said, I don't want to be anybody's guru. I don't want to train many Vickies. I want the person, whomever I'm communicating with in, in large crowd or one-on-one, to be themselves because then that contributes to the whole. And, yes, it will come back and benefit myself. Uh, but that, I think, will be, it is fantastic when each of our uniqueness and individuality is expressed and then we get to celebrate that. So, ooh, that's a good lead into my next question. I love when I ramble sometimes. Um, what would you say at this moment, because I'm well aware that we shift and we expand and we grow, what would you say on this day would be your um, desired offering in this lifetime of Jan. Mm, it's beautiful. My, my desired offering is to be a light. 
and to uh, and because I think this is my path, and I feel that this is what happens when people encounter me, which is that they can begin to experience and experience themselves as the light that they are, mm-hmm. and suddenly things shift, and they feel uplifted, and they feel hopeful. And they feel sane, much saner than they perhaps felt before coming in. Mm-hmm. And 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 that's that just seems that brings me joy. And to be able to give gifts through the astrology, through the symbology, through an interpretation that comes in that's claircognizant, through me seeing them in a way that they haven't been seen, in a mm. way of flipping a situation. We call it reframing, mm-hmm. but we flip it, and suddenly there's humor. Well, I where was there going to say humor. you're forgetting humor and because humor she's very is funny. So important, and when we're laughing and we get to that lightness, I always think of Mary Poppins, where they're all having tea at the cuckoo uncle's house, yeah. or and they're all levitating, yeah. and that's that idea to to really find the joy. Even in the sadness of yeah. of which you know we're all very aware, yeah. so I think that's my my purpose. Well, I I would say that you're doing that that you're to borrow your business name from years ago, embodying that, and I feel like demonstrating it for for other people. As I'm remembering, I took a one-day course. I forgot about this. Remember? I I took a one-day class, and that was at a time where I was very hesitant to be in any what I called woo-woo circle. Um, And then I remember sitting there saying, oh, Vicki, will you freaking relax and just have fun with this? And that meditation sent me (laughs) way out into the stratosphere. That was a good one. It was a good one. And but the thing I remembered the most though was laughing, and it's a frequency that that um, even finding the humor in the absurdity, mm-hmm. and you know I use that a lot in my work um, because sometimes we can be too caught up in our own stories and drama and everything, and a well placed seriously can be his. So the timing is important. You have to be good at timing and considerate of other people's emotions, which uh, you really, really are. So what is your trajectory now? Like, what are you working on? What are you and and Uh, professionally and everything? Thank you so much. Again, a great day to ask that question. What I'm really working on now is ancestral healing the idea of calling in very consciously my ancestors and letting that calling in the well ancestors thank you <laughs> acknowledging that there are still unwell ancestors and just working with the well ancestors who want to come in and support me because i have stories you know looking looking oh, that's the other edge you know working with my story i have a lot of stories that don't serve me and wanting to understand them, but also it's it's time for all of us. Again, the astrology now is very potent about leaving things in the mm-hmm. past. So what do I need to leave in the past? Well, these ancestral misdirections coming from unwell ancestors who were just not reconciled with the choices they had made in their lives. Mm-hmm. And I got a very good tip, Vicki, 
that I'd love to share with you and with your audience. How do you know an unwell versus a well ancestor? And ancestors in spirit. Mm -hmm. And the difference is if someone comes into you, whether you've invited them or not, and they're there, you ask them, what do you want? Mm -hmm. And if they answer you, they're unwell. Yes. They're not reconciled because a well ancestor, a reconciled, a helping spirit. Yes says, I don't want anything. Right. I'm here for you. Right. And by the way, Vicki, that's like you. Yeah. You're the most helpful spirit that's still embodied because uh, it really is about how can you help other yeah. people. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's where I am. I'm doing a lot of work right now and I'm going to be getting some mentoring specifically about working with the ancestors, working with my dreams, going back ancestrally and mm -hmm. clearing a lot of stuff mm -hmm. that was just confusion. Mm -hmm. And is there a... Um, an awareness or a, I don't, I'm not sure what word to use here. Is there a cognition that it's about understanding but not digging into the story? Is that an intention here to, to, in in essence, free yourself from the messages from the the age old beliefs that might be running through um, so that if others wanted to look at this, um, um, I, guideline, I'm not sure what I to call I, it. I think I know what you're, what, you're, what you're saying. And I think it's a little tricky because I've, I've worked it. I've been doing this work for a very long time now. And I've worked it from both sides of getting very involved in story and understanding it very well, very granularly going in and going in and going in. And then on the other hand, I've been very involved in not getting involved in story at all. Mm -hmm. Let's just deal with the present. Let's just deal with where we're going. There's something important about allowing a person to experience their story as it happened authentically mm -hmm. with the feelings involved mm -hmm. Because not to witness that is in some way to invalidate a person's experience. Right. However, getting stuck in right. story <laughs> is the tricky part. We get stuck in our stories because mm -hmm. neurologically, we whatever fires together, wires together. Right. So when a story has become very true for us, true, quote unquote, it's just the natural go-to. And then we can't see other possibilities. Right. So the, the, the edge that I'm working now is what's the sweet spot? How much of the story must we honor to really allow a person to fully reclaim things they've dissociated from, split off? Because that happens in trauma, right? Yeah. Something yeah. happens. We can't connect to it. We're fragmented. And that soul retrieval also. Right. Our souls fragment. Right. We need to bring the soul back in some ways through the story. Mm -hmm. And then we've got to release it mm -hmm. and release the story. Yeah. So that's some of my edge. Yeah. That's exactly what I was asking and, and trusting that you knew what I meant. Uh, because I that sweet spot when you're working with someone and you can you can palpably feel them saying, No, not no, I'm not going there. Or I have seen where they jump over the part that's going to release them and go to an old story. And exactly. I'll say, well, hang on. What about exactly. that part right there yes. where, you know, and they're like, oh, that was no big deal. And I'm like, mm, the no big deals are usually the big deals. So so let's look at that. Yes. Because that honoring opens a door that then allows 
the release, the healing, that yes. all of that uh, beautiful interaction. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Um, not only as your friend to hear, but also because I know that that then becomes something you offer later. Yeah. And I'll be like, ooh, I can't wait to see what she's That's doing nice. with this. That's because nice. most of us are experiential. And I have said to people, listen, I'm not going to suggest something I don't haven't experienced, felt. I might not have walked through what you walk through. But I am never going to ask somebody to go somewhere I'm not willing to go. Mm -hmm. And there have been times where someone in a session went somewhere I hadn't gone. Mm -hmm. And then the next time I saw my therapist, I'd be like, listen, we got a new level we got to hit mm -hmm. because I have promised to walk this walk. Mm -hmm. So let's go look at whatever I said was no big deal, mm -hmm. which, you know, is mm -hmm. part of my mm -hmm. MO. Oh, it's no big deal. No big we'll deal. Just, no big we'll, deal. Just, we'll just move through it. <laughs> you know, several concussions as a child. That was no big deal. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, thank you so much, and I'll definitely have you back. How delightful. Thank you so much. And thank you to your wonderful listeners who are— I have the best You have listeners. the best <laughs> listeners in all kinds of places, and uh, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a lucky world. 28 countries right now and, and 49 counting. states. Wow. North Dakota, get on the Come ball. On, Let's go. North Dakota. So how do people find you? Oh, they can find me through my website, which is Align Healing, and it's Align, A-L-I-G-N, hyphen healing.com or just look up Dr. Jan Seward yeah. because uh, that'll get you there too. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you, Vicki. Many I appreciate blessings. It. And you? Thank VickiBear.com It's time to be your best It's time to reconnect with your first sense Trust in your gut It's the real thing Let's see what your future brings Time to let the Thank you for listening to Intuition, Your First Sense. As always, please like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening to it. Leave a review and take a minute to share it with a friend. You can find me all across social media at, at Coach Vicki Baird, and you can book a virtual session with me from wherever you are in the world at vickibaird.com slash booking. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D dot com slash booking. Thank you again and see you on the next episode.